Hi, I'm Silver. And I'm Mira. And welcome to Matcha Mondays. We're two West Coast girls hoping to connect with our audience while discussing everything matcha related and a variety of topics, including mental health, body positivity, and self-love. Welcome to this week's episode where we're going to be talking about our manifesting success stories and also, before we get into that, a little bit about how we met. A fun story for everyone to listen to (laughs) because we did not meet in a traditional way. We didn't. So Mira, what you got today? I'm having, yet again, Trader Joe's matcha, but I'm at the last remnants, so I will actually be looking for a new matcha. So on our next week's episode, you guys will be hearing about my new product that I'm testing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still drinking my same Vancouver matcha and my almond cow. Almond cow plug. We got $10 off for you guys. If you want to check our bio, we got a link. You click the link and then you get $10 off. Get some discounts. Yeah, we actually got some messages from people saying they already ordered theirs. And we're super excited to see them using their almond cow and just making all the milk that they want. All the milk. But yeah, seriously, guys, it is a life changing device. So if you haven't taken advantage of our little discount code just make sure to do that soon because we don't know how long we're gonna have that for so take advantage and then tell us all about how much you love it because i haven't heard one bad review yeah me neither so how is your week my week's been up to my week was good um i've really been getting on my fitness grind and so have you but we're doing it together (laughs) but i actually just um walk ran 7k which how many miles was that like four point something (laughs) 4.3 miles yeah so I did 7k and 4.3 miles but yeah I hate running like I hate it but I recently got inspired by actually my old student because she started running and she was kind of like me like we like to exercise we like living a healthy lifestyle but like we just hate running but I live on a beautiful coastline so I started walking it and then I realized it's a good like yeah it's a really good trail to walk and run on it's really safe there's always lots of people and you walk through a dog park so it's kind of like the best of everything so I ran it today and it was actually really enjoyable. It's a beautiful day here in Vancouver. It's really chilly. So even though I was sweating, it wasn't awful and humid or anything. So yeah, that's good. It's been good. How's your week? My week? What did I do? Um, I've been trying to just get back into eating healthy again. I kind of fell off the bandwagon last not last weekend, the past weekend, and I had a mental breakdown about it. But then I just decided I would just get back into it. So I paid off all my loans. You did. And we had a celebration. We popped the bubbly and she got confetti. If you go to her Instagram, it's honestly like such a gorgeous picture. And she did the confetti and it was so cute and so perfect. You had your balloons and yeah, we're just, (laughs) I'm so proud of you, Mira. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was definitely something for sure and I think when we released our other podcast I don't think I actually mentioned that I actually paid it off right I think I don't think so I think you talked about yeah that you were going going to to. yeah yeah so yeah I paid off a lot of fucking money 
but it was it was great. The only person that celebrated with me was was my co-host. So thank you for celebrating with me. Of course. <laughs> I don't know. My family joined in though, and we. Yes, we I, got... I did appreciate it. Like her family literally Facetimed me. They actually bought a bottle of what did they buy? We bought sparkling pomegranate and apple like juice or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they literally bought that. They all poured themselves a glass, FaceTimed me, and we all cheers. It was really cute. Because you deserve it. It's a huge accomplishment, especially, like, at your age. <laughs> like, it's insane. Soon as we can, I will take you out, and we will celebrate. Uh, but you already... Guys, she was so sweet. Like, right after I paid off my loans, I texted her, and I didn't even tell... I think you were the only friend I actually, like, texted and said, hey, I paid off my loans. Because you know me. Like, I don't like to really talk about things I've done to other people like mm-hmm. I feel like it's bragging so I never do it but with you it's like I was like okay like you've been on this journey with me I'll tell you yeah. um but as soon as I told her she was like freaking out and then all of a sudden I get a notification on my PayPal this bitch sent me money <laughs> so I could go buy myself a pizza because I wasn't willing to go do it well, myself because- I would if I just think about it, it's no different that if you were here I would have taken you for dinner to celebrate so because I couldn't yeah. <laughs> I was like I will just get you like some money give you some money so that you can buy yourself a treat thank you because you deserve thank you. it I love you so should we get now into a little bit how we met yeah, yeah. let's talk about how we met we met on seeking arrangements <laughs> we met on tinder ew <laughs> I don't endorse Tinder. <laughs> so Tinder wants to sponsor us. It's not happening. Hey, I have a couple of friends who found their like fiancés on Tinder, so it does work sometimes. Maybe in Canada, but in the United States of America, everyone on Tinder is looking for free you arrangements. Know what? Arrangements. No. If I wanted to get an arranged marriage, I would just go on shoddy.com or something that? like that shoddy.com what's that oh shoddy.com is for daisies oh. or like brown people they just go in put their profiles and they're supposed to meet another brown person and get married and run off mm. into the sunset on a beautiful horse hmm. you know with some like gubby cushy gubby gum song playing in the back <laughs> but no we did not meet on seeking arrangements i was just kidding i just want to hear from your perspective first so you go first how how we met yeah Okay. So when I started university, my freshman year, I had a roommate and she was in the architecture department and she was nice enough at the time to introduce me to the entire, I guess, friend group because they were all basically just in a big clique and they were just all friends with each other. Um, So she decided to introduce me to this friend group and one of the people that I became close with was um my co-hosts current not current my co-hosts <laughs> husband but at my, the time they were like boyfriend girlfriend my current husband. um so he and I met and we would hang out and like do homework together and stuff like that and at one point he was telling me that I guess based on my likes and interests and just my personality mm-hmm. um but he said that I would probably get along with you or at the time, the way he worded it was, oh, like, you would get along with my girlfriend really well. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, and at the time, like, everyone kind of knew about you. But yeah, basically, he told me that we would get along. So I think I followed you on Instagram. And then you followed me back. And 
Um, I think it was just more of just like us mutually like liking our picture each other's pictures, but we didn't really talk for a while. Um, but then I remember I was kind of like I had like a situation or something and I just didn't really know how to best go about the situation. So I messaged you asking because I was like, oh, like I feel like she would know. Plus you were studying mental health and like I was studying psychology. So I feel like you'd relate to me. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just message her and ask her for her advice. Um, and like at that point you already knew who I was. So it wasn't like me DMing some random girl <laughs> on Instagram. But um, yeah, since that day, we just never stopped talking. <laughs> But then we kind of got closer as the years went on. And then we finally met in New York. Yeah. Now we met quickly at your graduation. Yeah. Yeah. For the first time. That's true. We did. Yeah. I forgot about graduation. I forgot I graduated. I forgot college happened. (laughs) To be honest. Honestly, that's probably a good thing. But no, I just remember. Yeah. I remember that day where you texted me and you were like, I just am going through something and I don't know how to go about it. Can I call you? And I was like, sure. And I remember I was carving pumpkins at my friend's house. And I was like, I'm just going to talk to um, like this girl that my, my husband's friends with. And they were like, what? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they're like, you're going to just talk to her? You've never met her before. I'm like, yeah, but she's cool. I'll just talk to her. And I remember we had this like almost hour long conversation, like the first time we spoke. Yeah, and it was a long conversation. Yeah, and it was like, it was nice. And I was like, I like this girl. She sounds cool. So we kept talking after that. Mm-hmm. And we always said like, oh, we need to meet up in person one day. Like if you're going to come visit like your husband, because at the time, so my husband and I did long distance for six years when he was away at school. So I always intended on going out there and like visiting his university and meeting Mira there. But it just, I was in school, I was taking eight courses and working three jobs, like it just didn't work out. So he would always come visit Mm -hmm. me. And so on his graduation, I was like, I'm coming and I'm going to meet you. And I followed him all the way to like, as soon as the ceremony was starting, when you guys were lining up and we were like calling each other and we're like, Mira, where are you? And there's like thousands of people and I just see this like gorgeous little gal in heels. Like <laughs> I don't know about gorgeous. No, that's the first time I saw you, and I was like, "Oh shit, she pretty." <laughs> like, <laughs> but you ran to me in heels, and I was like, "Oh, she's very tall." <laughs> but I, because you're wearing the highest heels ever. I was. I was wearing my Vince Camuto. Yeah, but it was just so funny. We met for like four seconds, and then I had to go and sit in the audience. And that was the first time we met. And then when my husband was going to go to New York to visit some university friends, I was like, well, I want to go to New York. Like, I'll come too. But I didn't want to hang out with that friend group. So I No tea, no shade. No tea, no shade. But then I texted Mira and I was like, hey, I'm coming to New York. Like, meet me there. Oh, yeah. I The moment she texted me, I was like, yes, because at the time my ex who's also like affiliated with this friend group was going out there but for some reason I couldn't come with him so Mm -hmm. I texted Silver being like hey I would love to hang out with you because I this is like our only chance really Mm -hmm. at the time to see each other I'm just really glad we made it happen yeah and I think I ended up staying with you guys in your hotel too you did (laughs) So what happened, I just remember uh, Mira was like, okay, well, I'm going to take the bus there, like from Boston. And 
She's like, I'm getting in at 6 a.m. And I'm like, okay, well. Yeah, I, I like took the early. I really wanted to get out of Boston. Yeah. Like, I did not want to be there. And I was like, the earliest I can see her, I'm coming. Yeah, and you did. And I remember we landed really late at night. So I was like, I'm going to get like three hours of sleep. And then I'm going to. So I texted Mira and I was like, okay, well, I'll let you in the hotel room, but like have a nap with me because it's going to be, I'm going to be exhausted. Sorry. Yeah, and I was totally down for that anyways because this bus ride was so uncomfortable yeah. to begin with. So I was like, yeah, sure, we can <laughs> we can nap. That could be our first real life experience hanging I out. Know. Just us napping. I know. But do you remember it's Carry on brand, I mean. Yeah, but so I live in a small town in Vancouver and our crime rate's not super high here. Like it's really chill, like very calm. That's just how it is here. And so uh, I've been to New York a few times, but I've never been like just by myself or just with my husband. So when Mira was like, okay, well, I'm walking over. Um, do you want me to meet? And I was like, okay, I'll meet you outside. And I was so nervous that and I like brought- I lost too. You did get lost. And <laughs> I came out to look for you, but do you remember I brought the fork? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like, I will find her and I'll protect us <laughs> with my fork. This girl walked out of her hotel with a fork. Like, we're not exaggerating. She was armed with a fork. <laughs> I was ready. And I'm just sitting there, like, sleep deprived. I'm like, oh, hello. Why are you holding a fork? I know. But I remember I was so nervous because I was like, we talk all the time. But what if we hate each other? Like, oh, but then fast forward. <laughs> we literally haven't. Crying our eyes out. I know. I know. <laughs> But Do you even, want to tell that story? That like yeah. that part of the story? Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> so basically, she comes in the hotel room at 6 a.m. And I'm like, oh, fuck Yeah, this. I came in that hotel. I was that early bird bitch. Yes. <laughs> the early morning special. Ew! <laughs> but basically, she sat down. And Mira and I start talking. And my husband's like, oh, hey, Mira. Like, long time no see. And he sits down on the couch that was in the hotel room. And Mira and I are yeah, sitting on... Yeah, he literally the- just listened to us speak yeah. the whole time. It was so funny. But this is literally, like, I think where the podcast came from. Because you and I just started talking. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, we would look at, like, my husband. And we're like, oh, sorry. You're you're here, too. And Mira's like, are you having fun listening to our podcast? And we're like, oh, my God, we should do a podcast one day. But it was funny because your husband was like, you guys are really fun to listen to. I know. <laughs> I'm like oh thank you (laughs) it's like oh I'm glad my voice doesn't irritate you yeah (laughs) but yeah so we spent the whole day like just the two of us and like she took me to this I don't remember what it's called it's like a really cute cafe that cafe it's so cute they just had really cute like designs of like little bears and stuff yeah they put little bears on the coffee yeah it was tarot no it was tea it was tarot tea yeah the one with the the one I got was like a tarot tea with a little and I think I got a matcha latte yeah, and yours had a little, like, face on it, too. Yeah. I'm trying to pull it up so we can plug them. <laughs> so the cafe we met, like, not met, but we really had our, like, first heart-to-heart. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the moment where we realized, like, we really clicked mm-hmm. as people. Yeah, but was. we went to this cafe, and if you guys are in New York, um, I know we have a couple listeners that are, mm-hmm. you have to check out this cafe. It's called Sweet Moment. Yeah the cutest place ever it's so cute so cute weird bathroom though 
<laughs> I don't remember that. I just remember. I just I don't know, that's had so a, funny. I said a recovered memory, but super cute, like lattes. Yeah, gr- I mean, great tea. And mm-hmm. oh my god, guys, literally go on Instagram and type "sweet moment NYC" and just look at the photos. But yeah, that's where we had our first heart to heart, and we just cried. Yeah, we just openly cried in this cafe. Yeah, and you and I Bonding. are not. <laughs> We're both people who don't cry in front of people. Yeah. Like, ever. Unless it's, like, someone we're super comfortable with each other. So, like, she and I just had met. And we're like, this is my life story. This is my trauma. What is yours? And then we just cried. Like, we sobbed. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Great heart to heart. It was so funny because like I was just sitting and like casually being like, yeah, and then all this awful stuff happened to me. And you're just sitting there with like such like sad eyes with tears pouring down. You're like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I'm fine. Because I don't know. I just I loved you already. And I just was I really felt for you. And like, we've just we've both been through a lot. But like, I just, I don't know, we connected instantly. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, and we haven't stopped talking ever since, but we've only met in person once. Once. Well, twice, technically. Twice, but we spent the whole day together in New York and, like, almost the whole night until you had to go back and catch your bus. (laughs) Whole night, wink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, since that day, we literally FaceTime every single day. Multiple times If not once, twice, at least. Like, that's how we met. Yes. Yes, that's how we met. That's how our friendship. That's how two crackheads fell in love. <laughs> I stole her from her husband and we're running away and getting married. Mm-hmm. And he knows and he's fine with it. Oh, yeah. I don't think he doesn't. He can't even really get a say at this point. We overtalk him. <laughs> we do. We really do. We really do. <laughs> we're lucky if we, you and me, are able to speak without, like, talking over each other. We say a silent prayer for him. <laughs> But yeah, so aside from the way we met, uh, one of our topics of discussion for this podcast, to wrap up the month, we are talking about our success stories with manifesting. In our previous episode, we talked about how we manifest, but in this episode, we're going to talk about what we have. So Mm -hmm. would you like to start, my dear love? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) But of course. Okay. Well, of course. All right. So this is, I'll give you just like a couple examples, I guess, of how manifesting has worked for me. Um, a lot of it actually has to do with my art business. Um, so at the beginning of quarantine, pretty much like in March when it hit Vancouver, I was feeling really like, I don't know, I went from doing a thousand things a day and like running around to just having absolutely nothing to do and way too much free time. And I always wanted to be an artist when I was in high school. I actually did a few classes at um, one of the art universities here called Emily Carr. And I was on track to becoming, I actually went to be a graphic novelist and I wanted to do all the graphics for it. So I, that was my, that was my goal. And I quickly gave up on that because I realized I, my, my passion was mental health, mm-hmm. but I hadn't drawn for so long. So I thought just as a hobby, I'd get back into it. So my friend actually gave me a tablet for my birthday, um, the months prior and I hadn't really used it. 
but I did a little bit of like art. Um, I started using it a little bit and then in March I really just, it took off and I created a Instagram page and I started posting things on there and it wasn't really going anywhere and I didn't really want it to. I remember I started out with three frames that I picked up from the thrift store and I was like, I will just draw art for these three frames and if they sell, that would be great. And, um, yeah, so I started selling them actually on my personal, like, Facebook account, like, through Facebook Marketplace, and they actually sold, which was insane and really exciting for me that, like, three people had my artwork in their homes, and that was really cool for me, and Mm. I put a lot, I started putting out a lot of artwork on my Instagram, and it wasn't really going anywhere, and I was really frustrated by it, and I kind of gave up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually met my neighbor after moving into this apartment and she worked in like social media marketing and she was like, you need to do something about this because like if you wanted this to be a business and you want this to be a thing, you really need to start putting more effort into it. And so I started putting more effort into it in general and I started manifesting every week I would write I will gain 50 followers by the end of this week on my Instagram page. I will sell three prints by the end of this week on my Etsy shop. And I just kept going from there. And I remember I made like $1,000 one month. And I was like, how did I get here? How did this happen? And it was super exciting. And I have massive amounts of imposter syndrome. And I'm like, I'm not that... I'm not even... Like, I'm not a Michelangelo, but... I always think I'm not that talented and that this wouldn't go well. And I was really in a bad place emotionally and mentally. And all that success stopped. And I stopped manifesting and I stopped everything. And then once I kind of came out of it, I started creating again. I started manifesting. And now I have like a full-blown side income which I'm so grateful for, but it's also something that's a huge creative release for me. And I focus a lot on like body positivity and Mm -hmm. mental health and just loving your body. And I've been receiving messages from like so many women who are like, my mom looks like this woman that you drew and people made fun of me because she looked like that. And like, it breaks my heart. And I, I never thought about it. Like, I would love to sit here and say that was my goal and I set out with this goal of bringing light to different body types, but it it just wasn't. But it was a complete accident and I somehow manifested a whole community of women who are going through things and just like we all Mm -hmm. do with our bodies and they're reaching out to me and I'm actually making a difference in their lives and I never meant to do that. So it's, it's a huge... I, it's one of my favorite things I've ever done, and yeah. I really did manifest the shit out of it, <laughs> but, yeah. A, but yeah, it's something I'm really proud of, and I feel like the universe saw what I was doing and saw that I could benefit other people, so they made sure, or it, the universe, made sure that I was minorly successful enough to reach people who really needed it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's, that's one awesome. of my success stories and something I'm really proud of. But something simpler was actually this apartment that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And um, 
there's not a huge story with this other than we we're apartment hunting and I saw it. Did you call it the Monday apartment? Yes, bitch. And we called it the <laughs> Monday apartment. And I just kept saying, we're going to get this Monday apartment. And the owners um, were a bit concerned because like I'm really young and I just started working a full-time job last year because I just graduated, I guess two years ago now. And so they were a bit concerned about that. And I proved, like I had to provide proof of income and everything. And then my husband, because he was working in the U.S. and he's a Korean resident, so he's working on getting PR in Canada and everything. Like he doesn't have a job or a work permit. So they were really concerned about a lot of things financially, which is completely reasonable and understandable. But it was really looking like we weren't going to get this apartment. And I just kept saying the Monday apartment will be ours August 1st. And I said that every day for a couple months. And yeah, it was all the time we would hear back from the property management. They're like, yeah, no, this is not going to happen. And I just kept going, yes, it is. It's going to happen. This apartment's going to be mine. It's perfect. Like, I belong here. I I think that this is going to bring my husband and I a lot of joy. And this is where I want to start our lives together. Mm-hmm. And actually, at the time, I wasn't even engaged when this happened. Yeah, you got engaged in the apartment. I got engaged in the apartment the day we got the keys, which is... Yep insane and super fun but yeah so those are just two examples that I wanted to share that I'm really proud of and very grateful that I manifested this year Mm -hmm. but what are yours Miss Mira um what have I manifested okay so I can talk about uh, my job first of all so it's kind of funny but when I moved so I moved very abruptly to California. It was kind of one of those very impulsive decisions, but I was marinating on this idea for like a really long time, but there was just a lot of factors that weren't helping me make the decision. And like, there were a lot of factors that kind of prevented me from going there earlier. But once the pandemic hit um, and I couldn't really work the job I had in Boston at the time, I kind of put two and two together and I kind of felt like it was just the universe telling me like now is finally the chance to go to California. So maybe in a way I manifested moving to California too. But um, once I moved to California, I was there for a month and my family and I were kind of sitting down and talking about getting a job. And I was a little, you know, it's just trying to be realistic. I wasn't pessimistic or anything, but the fact of getting a job in the middle of a pandemic, let alone in California, which is probably the most, like where I live, I'm in the Bay Area and jobs out here are insanely competitive. So just the idea of getting a job out here seemed very daunting, but I remember, and it's funny because I didn't remember doing this until now. I looked in my planner, I think earlier this morning, and I realized that for the month of August, and I wrote this the month prior to August, but I wrote for the to-do list, like in my planner, it says like things to get done this month. And at the very top, I said, get a job this month, which is funny because Mm -hmm. I I did. Like I ended up getting a job eight days later. Mm -hmm. But the whole process was insane too. But I just remember you and I were talking about it too. Um, But I just kept saying like, I really, really want a job. And then an opportunity arose and I suddenly had an interview that week. And I just remember being so shit scared because my job um, 
it's very different than what I'm used to. I'm very used to working in medical industries and veterinary industries. That was my background. Um, but this was a total different ball game. Like I'm working in the tech industry now and like I deal with a lot of programs and codes and um, Silver likes to call me an internet warrior because I'm like protecting the internet. Apparently, <laughs> apparently that's what I do. <laughs> but long story short, I just tried. I remember I talked to you and your mom and you guys were all like, just trying to keep me very motivated and just kept telling me to manifest. And then your mom sent me birds, which is like a whole other thing that happened. But yeah, I remember right at the end of my interview process, I sat down, I took out my journal and I just wrote, like I scripted and I just kept saying, I'm going to get this job. It's going to happen. Like I already have this job and I'm so grateful. Like I just kept writing over and over and over. I was going to get this job. And then I got a phone call at 8 PM telling me I got the job. So I was like, shit. I remember you got that interview so quickly. Yeah, you were there like all day because we had just talked about it like uh, that she wanted a job at the beginning of the week. And then a couple of days later, she's like, I have an interview and I'm going tomorrow. And I'm like, what? And then when she was at the interview, she's like, I have to do this now and another one, another one. And I was just sitting at my parents' office like I was shitting myself. And I'm like, (laughs) and my mom and I are just like, she's gonna get this interview like we were massively manifesting for you like she deserves this she works hard like she's a good worker there's no way she's not gonna get this she's gonna do excellent at her job and then after you were done we were like did you get the bird oh yeah so silver's mom was telling me that one of her ways of manifesting was sending a bird to me so she (laughs) texted me randomly and was like hey go outside your window and check if there's a bird and I had to really search for this bird, but I mean, I, I saw a bird, so I guess she sent me one. It's her, it's her thing, like it's our family thing we do with our grandma too. That if there's birds, then it's gonna be okay. So my mom is always yeah. like, "It's gonna be okay. The universe will tell us by sending you a bird." And then she's like, "I don't see a bird." I'm like, "Keep looking." <laughs> yeah, but like another thing I manifested was you know paying off my student loans, which I've mentioned quite some times now, so I apologize if this is very redundant, but it is, you know, one of my tried and true examples that I really did manifest it. So this time last year, in January 2020, I remembered I looked at my student loans and I had a massive breakdown because I just did not see how on earth at that time I could pay off everything. Um, and I remember I was having conversations with like my family members and just me and, and my friends. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay this off. And everyone was like, oh, it's fine. Like having loans is normal. Like it's okay if it takes you to the age of 30. And I was so dead set against being that person that took to the age of 30 or 40 years old to pay off my loans. I was like, that's not going to be me. I refuse. I'm not going to let the government like take advantage of me and get all this interest and money for free. Like I was like, I'm sorry, but that's not happening. So capitalism really though. I just sat down one day and I was like, all right, we're going to come up with a plan. We're going to figure this out. So I made a whole plan um, how I was going to pay off my loans. And then the pandemic hit. I was like, okay, well, now I need to find another job. And the reason I was working at a restaurant at the time is because I just quit being an EMT and my back was recovering. A lot of people don't know this, but part of the reason I quit being an EMT was because I lifted way too much. I quit and then I was working this job at the same time. So it just kind of worked out where I was like, okay, I left one job. I'm still working this job. I'll just keep continuing doing that. But then the pandemic hit. So 
that was a huge obstacle that I had to deal with because all of a sudden I didn't have a job and I was on unemployment and you only get so much with unemployment. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to pay off my loans now? Mm. Um, But like I said, I just kept really telling myself it was going to happen. And then once I got this job, I really just put my head down and grinded really hard. Like I took every opportunity I could to make extra money, um, save and I put literally almost all of my savings into paying it off, but it happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so those are some of the things I manifested. So <laughs> yes, guys, manifestation is real. It's real. It works. Real. And the more effort you put into manifesting and the more energy you put into something, I think the higher reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like I genuinely think like there's so many things I want to do this year and I really think if I just keep doing what I've done I 100% think I'll be able to do it so Mm. so thank you for being here with us for our third episode and our last episode of manifesting as our theme for this month um I don't think we've really addressed this but we've picked a different topic for every month next month we're going to be talking about self-love so a different aspect of that every week of the month of February Uh, So stay tuned for that. But if you got to this point with us and you're here for our third episode, we're really grateful. We want to say thank you. And we hope that you've gotten something out of this month. We're always open and welcome to suggestions. And we are very active on our Instagram. So if you guys leave a comment, we'll 100% respond. But we would love some feedback. So if you guys have a chance, please do go and engage with us there. Um, And if you want to be featured on our podcast or work together, we're very open to doing that. So just shoot us a DM. And we also have a Patreon that we have set up. It's just patreon.com slash Matcha Monday. So if you'd like to support us that way, we'd really appreciate it. Um, We're still working on getting you guys some stickers and some exclusive content. Um, But also let us know what you would want to see on that page. Like we're always really open to doing what you guys want to see so and we were thinking of maybe doing bloopers or extra bonus episodes maybe some merch so any help you guys give us we will make sure it's heavily rewarded (laughs) yeah and if you want to follow us on our socials mira's is at mira kiara on instagram and on youtube youtube videos coming out so soon we're all very excited yes february 1st yeah So she posts some really gorgeous content, especially your stories lately have been absolutely gorgeous. And everything you eat, I'm like, that's so pretty. (laughs) Like you have the nice shadows. (laughs) So yeah, definitely fangirling over Mira's Instagram lately. Um, You can also follow me on my art page. It's at Silver Rumor Gallery. I am a sustainable artist and I also have an Etsy page. If you wanted to purchase anything, uh, that would be very much appreciated. Um, But until next time, guys, have a great Matcha Monday. Have a great Matcha Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.